Hello, everybody. This is not Rick and Sharon. This is Paul Rykoff. I am very proud to be a part of the righteous media team that powers everybody and their mother as a podcast. I'm also the host of my own podcast, since everybody and their mother does have a podcast. That includes me, and I host one called Independent Americans. If you haven't heard it, go check it out. But our good friends Rick and Sharon are taking a week off this week. So I wanted to pop in and just tell you we're grateful that you're listening. Thank you for supporting everybody and their mother has a podcast. It's really off to a fantastic start. And if you haven't heard the other podcasts from Righteous Media, please go check them out. Of course, Independent Americans continues to bring you news, politics, and culture from a uniquely independent standpoint, hosted by yours truly. And our newest podcast, The Firefighters with Rob Sarah. Rob's a firefighter. He's a dad. He's an inspiration. He's an American hero. And he'll take you inside the world of firefighting. And he'll present you with a unique recipe every single episode from his daughter, Frankie. Just like everybody and their mother, it'll bring you the unique and powerful Righteous Media Five Eyes. Independence, integrity, information, inspiration, and impact. And since we all miss Rick and Sharon and love them so much, rather than just going blank this week, we thought we'd bring you a replay of one of our favorite episodes. It's episode two from back in April. Rick and Sharon talk about cats from the 90s, three-ish life lessons, time slipping, and the pandemic babies, Sharon and Ben Zoom, they talk about Zappa. It's wonderful. Just like every episode of Everybody and Their Mother Has a Podcast. So I hope you enjoy it. And if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to Everybody and Their Mother Has a Podcast. Go check out Independent Americans and the Firefighters Podcast. And Rick and Sharon will be back soon. Like we say over at my show, stay vigilant. And you can do that most of all by making sure you do one thing. Call your mother. Hello. Hi. It's good to see you. It's good to see you too. How's it going? Pretty well. Pretty well. How are you? Good. 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 I'm fine. I'm enjoying the weather. Yeah. I'm enjoying um, looking forward to things staying pretty calm as they are. <laughs> yeah. <it feels laughs> if we like luck out. <laughs> maybe a new chapter is upon us. Oh, it feels a lot different. Um, it. I went through some old, like, walk down memory lane notes. How'd that go? It's <laughs> today. It was great. That's funny. You ask. As you know, yesterday it was a little rough, but today it was fine. And I came upon a thought that I wrote down so I would remember, and I wanted to share it with you. I'm not sure I've ever told you about this before. Mm, go on. And every time I think about it. I have to laugh. When I was four or five years old, my parents, my father's family, would put together a party. So if I was five, they were probably, oh, geez, they must have been in their 30s, late 30s. Okay. <laughs> and they would have a, a party called a come-as-you-are party. And they'd send out invitations. It was all my father's relatives. They were like all the cousins, my aunts and uncles. They were friendly, mm -hmm. which is amazing. Yeah, really. And the come as you are party would, I guess my my father and and his brother, and I don't know if a brother in law, but certainly two or three of them would 
sneak over to the relative's house unknown you know i never told you i could tell you by your face you've i have like never no idea this. what you're talking about or like what this party is i mean it sounds like a key party but your, your relatives so no. it wasn't <laughs> and they would take um a picture of somebody like they would sneak a camera and take a picture through the window what? so i saw a picture of my uncle irv shaving what? in pajamas with a towel across his shoulder, and and I remember this. I mean, I was like five years old because I we lived in that house on Princeton Avenue. We moved before I was six, and he was shaving, you know, shaving cream and the old razor. Was he aware of photos being taken of no, him? No, that was the whole thing. And then there was a picture of my aunt at the kitchen sink doing what? dishes. What? And I'm trying to think. I had three of them in mind. I'm trying to think what the other one would have been. Irv, Irv who was my aunt my aunt my aunt's husband and what somebody else with her hair and curlers and like cream on her face at night this was not staged this was you got to back up from for me so someone would send an invitation out and say we're having a come as you are party no no, no. there's nothing to do they with that they would take the photos and then they print them out and put them in the envelope with the invitation and you had to show up at the party dressed that way let that sink in just the person <laughs> okay so irv for instance was shaving he'd receive an invitation in the mail to this party and in the invitation would be a photograph of him shaving that he's seeing for the first time yeah and then his instructions are to come to this party dressed in that way yeah did everyone else we don't know who was invited to the party also get those photographs? It was like a guest That of was honor. more than 60 years ago. It's good you, I remember this at all. I want to ask my brother if he remembers this. And so someone would go ahead of, okay, hold on. This is so analog. Let's just back up for a second. Someone would have to go and maybe climb a tree or a trellis or something. I'm wondering if the spouse knew about it. I don't, I'm going to call Mark. I'm going to call my cousin, Mark. I'm going to call my cousin Mark and ask him. He knows pretty much everything because it sounds like uh, well he doesn't know everything i know things he doesn't know but he knows like well (laughs) it sounds crazy and weird right because who would want you to like take a picture of them in in their house and family too it's not like your friends did it to you it sounds kind of like now we can zoom into someone's living room and no it's not the same thing because you have that's where i got the idea that people could see me through the tv when i was a four years old do they know about that no no one knows it well you know about that check this shit out okay <laughs> doesn't it seem like everybody and the mother has a podcast oh, oh. so i started a podcast with my mom we wanted a theme song so you could sing along When I was a little girl back, you know, hundreds of years ago, lived in Philadelphia in a row house, and in the summer it was really hot, and my mother's, my parents had an air conditioner in their bedroom window. How does that sound to people? Do people still do this now? Yeah, sure. Okay. And they had it, that was the only room in the house that had an air conditioner. So I would take my naps in there. I was three, four years old maybe five and one day my mother came in after my nap I had gotten up and I was hiding behind the bed 
I guess that wasn't difficult. I was only a little kid. I was hiding behind the bed, um, getting dressed after my nap, and she said, Sharon, what are you what are you doing? I think people say that to me a lot. <laughs> what are you doing? And I said, I'm getting dressed. I'm finished my nap. And she said, but why are you like hiding behind the bed? I said, because the TV's on and I don't want the TV people to see me undressed. And she laughed. She said, they can't see you. And she explained to me about transmission and it was transmitted into my house through the airwaves. Yeah, right. But they couldn't see me. And I continued to do what I was doing. And she said, did you hear what I said? I said, yes, but they obviously can see me. If I can see them, they can see me. Fast forward 40 years later, don't take your phone into the bathroom. Cover the camera on your computer. I didn't know I knew, but I was sure that they could see and, me. Uh, and vi uh, video game systems. There's like, you know, certain like Xbox, if someone's playing a sports game while wearing a jersey, they'll get served ads for that team based on what they're wearing in the living room. So you were very much tuned into like, like science fiction talked about that too, right? So like you were... But I was too, read old, too young to read science fiction. I just mm. could feel mm. the connection. Um, now that you say that, we talk often over the recent years about typing in a search for something on my computer mm -hmm. and I get an ad for it an hour later. Sure, That was disconcerting. What happens now is we'll have a conversation, like Joe and I will have a conversation in the living room. They know. And I open the computer. They know. Yeah. And I open the computer <laughs> and it's like, why don't you check out this restaurant? It's like, Okay. Mm. We haven't talked about this restaurant in 10 years or read anything. Yes. Yes. It's what you think it is. So I just think after being at home for a year, <laughs> the four of us in a pod and the way time uh -huh. has changed. And um, <clears throat> Washington Post has a piece seven days, just a seven day newsletter. And then they leave you alone, I think, on... Um, it, I forget the title, something about adjusting to the time or understanding something about just look up time, seven day newsletter, and it tells you why you feel things are taking forever, but then the whole week goes fast and you don't remember what happened what day and why we feel differently about time. And they, of course, interview professionals, psychologists and people who explain this. Mm -hmm. And it's fascinating. And it's kind of, to me, like all the different time zones are kind of like hmm. circling around. I mean, not literally, but... They talk about the uh, transition to autocracy? No, I didn't get... Well, I only read the first paragraph. <laughs> oh, well, that seems super responsible to share with our audience as a as a site. Every... <laughs> uh, so, like, there is this, this phenomenon when democracies transition into autocracies that the, the citizens lose sense of themselves and time. So this is not the first time that, like, a society has been like, I, I don't know, know what, that. I don't know what day it is or why things feel so weird. Or, and then oh, so, is so, it because it butts up against your very, very strongly owned sense of reality? I think that's part of it. And also there's, like... Um, it's normalcy bias, right? So we're, we expect summer to feel a certain way and a work week to last a certain amount of time and a sleep to feel a certain way when you wake up and all of those things are different. So it's, it's a yes, it's butting up against our perceptions of realities. 
But the combination of a pandemic and a transition from a democracy to an autocracy is a double whammy on time. There is an experience of citizens going through the transition of a democracy into an autocracy where time starts to slip. We're not like in the same, like I've, I am like okay with the fact that I've slipped out of time and that I have a um, sort of equal footing in this expectation of slipping back into time and being like, whoa, that was weird. And I, as I do being like, oh, there was never time and this is just what it is. It's every person for themselves. And if you want to spend your day this way, as long as you're being a good person and, you know, keep a roof, roof over your head and food coming in, like you'll be like, who cares? Think of all the people who are going to get called back into work after the pandemic. There'll be like Mad Magazine, like Alfred E. Newman, like who, what, me? Or like, you oh, want me to do what? Well, there, there's going to be a massive portion of people who are like, oh, that's yeah, adorable. I don't think so. Not just I don't think so. I don't live there anymore. Oh, of course. And employers are going to have to scramble to figure out how the work week, how this is it 40 hours? Is it, is it all the things that I don't want to go down a capitalism rabbit hole, but Good. there are things about the work week, work from home, pandemic, transitioning back out of a pandemic, experiencing an, autocr an autocracy attempt uh, all at the same time that make it like <clears throat> all bets are off. So I'm equally like I'm comfortable in the fact that I, I've no, I know I've slept at a time. I know. What does slip out of time mean, though? It's it all. It slipped out of the, slipped off the track that was like qualifying what time is supposed to feel like. Go to work and do a good job for a week. And then at the end of it, you can have a weekend. Those things are not how most people live their but lives is, anymore. Do we slip out of time because that schedule has changed? No, it's deeper than that. It's much more esoteric than that. I agree. It's like it's like existential or metaphysical, but it's been fast-tracked into the discourse because of pandemic and because of what's happening otherwise, you know, politically. Yes, and it's also knowing that we don't know what will happen next, how this will end, if mm -hmm. it will relieve, and, and, and everything's too broad and too wide open. It's hard to be um, grounded, which is why it's important to be mindful, to be aware, I changed my schedule this week. I turned it upside down. Hmm. So instead of walking in the late afternoon, which may or may not happen. You walk backwards in the morning? I always walk backwards when I walk for part of the time. It's very good for the um, the muscles, the calf muscles and the iliopsoas. And it's and sideways. Take Walk to the left sideways and to the right sideways, but only for a few minutes. It's not easy. Um so now I'm walking, but the reason I planned to walk early morning was because it got so hot here that I couldn't walk after 11 a.m. Mm. So this morning I went out early, got up, got dressed, went out early, and it was cold. <laughs> Go figure. Anyway, so this time thing, when you think, do you think it will, we'll forget about this portion of it and it'll go back to... <laughs> no. You think this is it, huh? Yeah, I, don't I think we're. I think I we're. Don't actually that's care. my point, right? So my point. I don't care at my all. My point is that track, that supposed track of what a week feels like and what a year is supposed to be and what progress in a career is and how old a kid developing is. All these different things that we, I can't say took for granted because everybody has their own experience with it. But the sort of um, gambit that time means something, I think, is is up. Like the jig is up on that, and I I believe that it's going to be painful at first and then very interesting in the middle and then 
you know, some stuff will try to snap back. There's going to be a lot of institutions who are like, this is how it is. If you want to keep playing this game as an employer, as a customer, as whatever, this is what it is. And there's be as many companies and people and experiences that are like, well, how do we get together for this? Well, that's the, for anything. This is the this is the interesting thing. And I have two comments. One is like, I will look forward to hearing from younger people and children on what, how they transition into the next phase of our reality because I can't imagine what they're going through. Um, and the other is at the age that I am, there's all kinds of challenges. I mean, I think about things that happen and realize it was 20 years ago. It's like, me too. How did it, how, me how too. was that 20 years ago? I have things I was thinking about this weekend that happened half my life ago that are like just part of my consciousness it's going to be interesting it is interesting it's going to be obnoxious it is obnoxious and i think it opens up just a lot of possibility i'm interested slash terrified to see what happens in 25 years when the people who the first year of their lives were spent not talking or touching other babies or going outside you think they're gonna be normal and adjusted and able There's to and able to work word, as a team yeah the word isn't normal the word is will there develop how will their development vary from yeah. those that came before but every generation has that well will, will the the norm the developmental expectation be based on not socializing for the first year of your life will they get married will they have children will they go to college everything is thrown up against the wall i think those are the original lyrics to quesera <laughs> thing was i wanted to thank you for lunch oh you're welcome it was leftover dinner last night oh my mm, goodness mm, and mm. you discovered lemongrass fresh lemongrass i did and it was oh, well, in the it, basmati wait was it basmati rice it was i didn't discover it I, no you discovered it for us i mean yeah, in yeah. our household yes yeah well, i never cooked with it before i got it uh out of curiosity no i made a uh um coconut ginger lemongrass basmati uh -oh. and then on the grill we should have had show and tell i know well I'll put some pictures up next on our... time we could eat lunch in front of them <laughs> yeah who wouldn't want that <laughs> uh <laughs> and i i did a like a barbecue like a grill but all you know plant-based so i marinated this not tofu just like a barbecue and... you did a barbecue well, I grilled. The technically a wasn't. Grill. Yeah. I'm being, Wait, there's a difference, but oh, it's super annoying. Some barbecue pe some is people, like southern barbecue, like a style with barbecue the cooker, the big cooker and the sauces. Yeah, but it was like tofu and carrots, and oh, I did broccoli. Tofu was and great. It was it was great. Some non. I'll post some pictures. You guys can, I love can check that. it out and make that again, like right away. <laughs> it was really cool. I will. I will. Yeah, I gotta. Uh, I gotta record some of these recipes in a in a real way. I've got them all written. But I'm thinking about like remaking the top 10 or top 20 and, and seeing what's what. Okay. That's up to you. But um, thank you for putting together Passover. Yeah, you're welcome. I mean, all these things I used to do, I can't, like just go for a walk. Yeah, I made Passover stuff. dinner like legitimately by myself and organized oh. and organized <laughs> and organized a, a last minute virtual Seder <laughs> and ran that Seder. <laughs> and I enjoyed doing it. But we all helped. I um. That's true, but I uh, what was in Passover. Well, I guess we're dating this show. I did the blessing over the wine. You did. We drank the wine, and we had the 
beautiful blue um, wine cup for Elijah. Didn't and show. I didn't show. Well, I, it said to some, there was some conversation about, will Elijah show up? And you said, I hope so. He's bringing dessert. Aw, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I went for a run that day for the first time in a long time. And so I, uh, between the run and the cooking and the, and the setup, and the, I, I went to sleep and was so tired. I, I slept until like 10 o'clock the next day. It was like absolutely exhausting, but worth it. I'm happy to have done it, but reflecting, I realize how uh, how much work it was. Sometimes I say to you, maybe it's too much. You say, "No, I'm going to do this in all 45 minutes, and then it's I'll true. do this, and I have 20 minutes." And it's I'm true. And you're you're really efficient. Thank you. I'm gonna take this jacket off. Oh, okay. Do you have that shirt in a smaller size for me? I don't. It was a. Uh... I'm wearing a shirt from the, the oh. market Erewhon. Oh, we're going we're going back to, to Santa Monica next week. Are you? Yes. I bet they're open. Oh sure. Oh my goodness, I can't wait to order food. Oh yeah, people are yeah, you can probably definitely go there and so walk around and pick out your no, groceries. Have it delivered. Talk oh to my friends. goodness. That'll be nice. You've been back to Santa Monica in a while. Six months. Try to figure out what year it was. You're on months. <laughs> 2020. What? Okay. 2020. Yeah, long time. Good. That'll be good to get back. Yeah, it'll be good to get back. I trained the cat to sit. I did that in the pandemic. Wait, I trained where, we should, the cat. Zephyr, where are Don't they stun? Where is it? To where sit. Like straight up. We should have brought Zephyr. There's like this metal comb he's into. I'll try to. I'll try to. I'll post some video of this too. And I've trained him to the oh, point where. Did you tell him about Aminal songs? A little bit. Because he stars in the in the re- recent one. He stars in a lot of them. He's kind of like my cat Muse. Mm. I've written like dozens of these tunes. He tried to climb up my leg one day. I knew that that was good because he trusted me, but I didn't want him. <laughs> yeah, I know he's got those talons. My flesh. <laughs> nice little Zappa reference. That's a Zappa reference. <laughs> of course. I went through this phase recently where I wanted a cat, wanted a cat, wanted a cat. And I did remember that one of the advantages for me of not having a cat now is that I don't have to worry about it if things go bonkers and I have to pack and leave real quickly like we sometimes do. But... um. I am. I can foresee having a cat. But we had great cats. I, but I don't really think I'm going to. I think I'm going to have two cats. Oh, <laughs> nice. We had a lot of cats at the house uh, growing up, and Lots people of would, cats. people would come over and they'd see they'd see cats. They're indoor outdoor cats. They all kind of did their own thing. And uh, if someone was over for a long enough amount of time, they'd always like do this like. How is many, that the same cat? How many, is that it's like the Matrix? Did, did it look like the same, same cat or cat? was it the same cat? And they'd be like, uh, how many cats do you have? And your answer was always. How many have you seen? <laughs> Which I That's I what love. I would admit to. And then and then my friend Debbie, Joanna's mother, uh-huh. um, called one day and she said, so we're we're moving to a different a new house, a different house, and it's larger. And I have a question for you. And I said, okay, what? She said, you have like five or six cats? I said, yeah, because she knew, inner circle. And she said, well, we have 
I think it was, it was definitely two, maybe three. She said, and we'd really like to get more cats. And the house is roomy enough, but my question is, they don't ever stay like in the same room at the same time, <laughs> do they? And I said, no. So they moved to a very, very nice house. We went to see it. And she sure did get a bunch of cats. <laughs> and she called me and she said, so generally they're all on the two love seats in the living room every day at the same time Aww, together. So many cats. I yeah, love but it. she was like, You told me that they wouldn't do this. Well, they are cats. They're pretty unpredictable. <laughs> it was cute. So to okay, so this is like a, a time F and also like a cat thing. So I have these I always had a camera. I've always sort of held a video camera or recorded audio. I have archives of just, you know, many, many years going back to the late eighties. And I got them all digitized and I go through them occasionally for like art projects or various use. And sometimes it's just like very productive trove of awesome just stuff. And sometimes it's like talking about memories from 25 years ago. Yeah. I have video of certain memories of mine. Right. So I'll stumble upon. I don't know what's all in there. It's a you lot of stuff. You mean you have a video of something happening. Right. And it's also. It's now become a memory. Right. But then. But you could check it. And then I'll check it. And I'll see. Not, not on purpose. It sneaks up me from like around the corner and cold cocks me and I'll be I'll be watching something and I'll be like oh my god that's not at all my memory well and here is the proof of it and I'm watching it you know I can't say objectively I'm me now watching it but it's this bizarre sort of like this is your life you know uh, defending your life sort of videotape that when you said it thing uh, and I have a substantial amount of footage of our cats because I would like, you know, young auteur, what are you going to videotape the things around you? So it's like you and my brother and my dad and cats. And so I, I made a and song. Johnny. And the neighbor Johnny. <laughs> Hi, Johnny. Who's like never wearing a shirt ever, <laughs> ever, ever, <laughs> ever. Picture Johnny and tell me what color shirt he's wearing. No you can't. shirt. There's no shirt. Light blue pants. Definitely. Sneakers. Yep. Or no shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I, I had found this tape of my cats from the nineties. And then I took that footage and I wrote a song around it, uh, called I just found a tape parentheses of my cats from the nineties, or maybe it's cats from the nineties parentheses. I just found a tape. I'm not sure yet. Uh, and I, uh, I made it. You want to, you want to hear it and see it? Yes. Okay. Are you kidding? Cats from the nineties? Definitely. Okay. Here it is. This is our, this is the debut of I just found a tape. So um, the Trapper Keeper you still have. It's I do. It's probably over there on your desk. It's not right here, but I know where it is. You yeah. have it. Uh -huh. I see it yeah. all the time. <laughs> and 
the bedspread you love. Oh, they're super cool, but they're not pretty. I like <laughs> them. They were white with different colors. They were like the sa- literally the same sheets that Zach Morris had in Saved by the Bell. They went to his house once and it was an episode where they he... knew what I bought you and they copied it. <laughs> well, I we, didn't realize we, that we did have him first. And that's no lie. I didn't know that. It was an episode we went to Zach's house and he was trying to get in touch with his dad because his dad was a workaholic. And so they both had these big cell phones and he called his dad and his dad's like, hold on one second, champ. I got to take a call. And he takes the call and Zach's like, it's me, dad. This is the only way I can get through to you. And his dad's like crestfallen. Oh, son, I didn't realize I wasn't spending enough time with you. And then we never saw him again. His dad again <laughs> on the show ever, ever, Perfect. ever, ever. Perfect. Whoever wrote that really got a zinger they in really his got, dad. They really got it in his, his own dad, right? And then you had the and then the cat on the pool table. Yes, that knocked my socks off. That was the living room. Our living room was gorgeous. Yeah, it was nice. It had all oh, this nice. crown molding, one inch thick slate, uh, bankers gray pool table, a chair nice. molding and purple carpet and yeah i think so and a pool table in the middle got pretty good at pool i didn't that's a good skill that's a good one to know oh you know cousin justin i mean i know you know cousin justin he's your nephew (laughs) i say to that yes uh he saw that video i sent it to him before i released it and and he loved it but he commented on the pool table and i meant to share this with you and i love that i forgot he said that he got good at pool learning from you specifically justin learning to play billiards is a really important skill for a man oh oh (laughs) well back in the day we're gonna need a theme song yeah for we're gonna need a jingle or something for like uh i said that on purpose um (laughs) and he said that he learned to play pool on your sort of uh recommendation and that i told him and that, oh, it, and that it served him his whole life. How many years ago was this? 30? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I said to him, there's three things that you should, you should learn as a young man so that you would mm, get along. It would open doors for you. One was to play pool. One was to smoke cigars. <laughs> and I don't remember what the other one was. <laughs> Where did this come from? Were you just making that up? <laughs> and what image of your... Pool playing, cigar smoking, mystery third trick thing person were you thinking of? Because when guys go out, what do they do? They go to movies that their wives or girlfriends aren't interested in. Hmm. They they talk and hang out. They watch (laughs) ball games, which we didn't do in my house growing up. My father was, I mean, I did not, saw none of that, but Mm -hmm. most... Very often people are interested in sports. And back in the day when smoking was popular, you know, a, mm. a good Havana cigar. Mm. And and I guess, I don't know, a glass of scotch. I wasn't going to teach him to nice. tell him he needed how to. Maybe yeah. I did say, you it know, how to drink scotch. I don't remember. Probably not. I mean, he wasn't so. a child, but he was. Um, he was a, he was a I boy. Don't, I don't know <laughs> where that memory came from, but I'm sure that. It was just... And he apparently... And, and his wife was like, yes, he's very weird? good at billiards. And he's like, I owe it all to Sharon. Wow. Wait, wait, I'm going to put that in my list. Of what? Of people that like me and think I was helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know when I was a little girl, I said, how come all the people on the radio are men? Mm. And... 
someone told me or I read, might have read about it. This was in, uh, might have still been the 50s. That's how old I am. And they said that women could not be radio broadcasters because their voices were too high and shrill and annoyed, uh, annoying, and men did not want to hear that. Mm. And I was like, I just thought about it, but I couldn't find any place to put that thought. I have a comment, and I can't even say it. <laughs> Is there anything else that you'd like to not say on our radio show today? <laughs> it's um, mm, it's a hot topic today. It has to do with women's rights being ignored and people's comments. Well, what's the big deal? Yeah. I cleaned it up. I think you know what I mean, but... Yeah, it's pretty messed up out there. <laughs> it's, but Justin, it's, you made a good positive impact on him, I, and he I'm amazed. he can go hustle people in the pool hall now. Oh, you just gave it away. What? <laughs> now he can't because they know. <laughs> I don't know who you think is listening to this show, but yeah, I guess he can't walk into a, a pool place and and start playing without them saying, "Wait a minute, ain't you that Justin <laughs> from that podcast exactly. I listened to religiously?" <laughs> like, what reality is that? <laughs> Well, this has been great fun. What's for What's for dinner? I haven't thought about it. Well, don't wait too long. <laughs> what once started off as an honor, and no, it's it's good. I've become. You love it. I do love it. I do love it. I don't know that I'm going to go all out tonight. But, oh, and um, last night we ate on the patio. It was really late. We started like at patio. eight o'clock, seven thirty. Yeah. Really late. <laughs> it's a desert. So after like six fifteen, it's like uh, you got to put your like readers on and your little like sleeping hat. <laughs> it's great. Well, we I just don't walk in the dark now because of the bats. So, oh, uh, somebody said, "Why don't you walk? Why don't you walk at night anymore? Are you afraid of the coyotes?" I said, "No, I heard bats one night. And I couldn't run home fast they, enough." Uh, and last night when I said, "Do you hear those bats?" What did you say to me? I don't know. Those are sprinklers. And I said, oh, shit, they're right. Those are sprinklers. So I don't think there's bats here. I think those are, those are sprinklers. Did you see them? I don't know. <laughs> they were sprinklers. <laughs> uh, there were a lot of them, and they were squeaking really loud and noisily. And I was afraid. I went they, like this. I covered my hair, and I ran. I know what to they, do. Did it all stop at the same time, and things were wetter outside? <laughs> I ran away. I ran More away. <laughs> I took my flashlight and I went like that. Oh man! You know, I had my headlamp on and also had my flashlight on my hand. I don't walk in the dark anymore. No, I don't blame you. You're ready to spelunk at any time. All right, so let me know what time to show up for dinner. <laughs> All right, I love you. I love you. Thank you so much for joining us. You. We'll see you guys soon. Do not forget to call your mother. <laughs> Doesn't it seem? Wanted a cat, wanted a cat, wanted a cat.